sisters i hope this day finds you well you know i have so many questions and there's just so little time <laughs> but here are 20 of those questions that i ask on a regular basis and fuels my research and fuels my conversations so if you have something to add to this reach out to me and let me know if i miss something there are more than this but i just narrowed down to 20 so that i didn't take up all of your time <laughs> okay so here goes what is most probable based on available data and historical patterns? This is how I approach everything. What's most probable? Sometimes I don't have a, you know definitive conclusions, especially with everything um, that transpired last year being so novel. But I always ask, what is most probable based on the available data and what it suggests, and then based on history and historical patterns from human behavior to just historical events? And if you see a pattern pop up, you're like, okay, well, this is following along the same pattern, so the probability may be the same conclusion, okay? Number two, why didn't we let our citizens exercise their liberty afforded them by our constitution while at the same time allocating resources to help protect the vulnerable? I mean, that's pretty straightforward. Why didn't we? Hmm. Number three, how did leadership determine which businesses were essential without first asking the American people? I mean, that's, that's a very, very fair question, right? Because leadership is in government and government works for us. So how did they determine without asking the people that they work for, how did they determine what was essential and what wasn't, <laughs> right? And then number four, leadership's declaration of essential businesses instigated the largest wealth transfer in our country's history. Was this the plan all along? I mean, it ties in to number three, you know, quite well, but it's just a question because I, I'm trying to look at, at probabilities and I look at history, right? And, and how we deviate from human behavior throughout history and, you know, recent history when we've had economic issues or when we've had viruses. Number five, you're unable to qualify for an emergency use authorization if there are treatments available. Is this why certain treatments were discredited, suppressed, or made illegal in spite of their proven efficacy? and pretty cut and dry, right? I ask that question all the time, you know, why? Number six, why is the leader of the free world telling residents of the home of the brave and land of the free that it isn't about freedom anymore and we should all be scared of our neighbors? Right, like that's, that's a pretty big one because he didn't just address that to the nation, the whole world can see that, right? So you're asking like, this is, this is the home of the free, land of the brave, land of the free, home of the brave. We know this, yet we're being told to be scared and we're being told that it's not about freedom anymore, which essentially means that it's not America. I mean, and he's the leader. So, you know, you kind of got to ask. Number seven, what's the purpose in mandating a symptom mitigator? Right, we have other symptom mitigators like the flu shot, to my knowledge, has never been mandated. Not in schools. I can't think of a business where it's been mandated. Maybe, maybe in, in the healthcare industry, possibly. Right, but not on this scale, like at all. Right, so I have a, I just, 
I just want to know why. Why the difference when we look at history? Why, why are we deviating from, from previous patterns? And then, then I look at what that suggests, you know, probability-wise. Number eight, when someone comes to your home, they are required to ring the bell. It is your sovereign right to refuse entry. If this visitor decides to kick your door in or climb through a window, you would defend your home and call the authorities. Why then are we not expected to do this at the borders of our country? I, I keep asking this. I mean, I, I, I look at the immigration policies and I see the pushback and I see the protests and I always ask this question. Like if you had your own home, you're not applying the same, you know, you're not applying the same rationale that you would in protecting the sovereignty of, of your own property to the country. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't carry over. You wouldn't just let anybody into your home, right? If they bust in the door, you wouldn't just go, oh, I'm sorry, I left it locked. Come on in. Would you like, you know, so a glass of water? No, you would defend your home and you would be right to do so. So I've never understood that. Why under these circumstances, we accept criminal behavior. And we try to justify it, but you can't justify criminal behavior. It's still criminal behavior, right? So that, that to me has always been a question. Number nine, why am I expected to believe that any citizen that disagrees with the prevailing government narrative is automatically anti-science, anti-VXX, or a domestic terrorist? But the question is really, why are they labeled in such a way? Why are they dehumanized in such a way? And then when you look at history, whenever this method has been, has been implemented, what follows it is basically, you know, atrocities performed on those people that they've just dehumanized. If you look at history, so I'm just looking at probabilities, right? So number 10, children between zero and 17 years are more likely to die from pneumonia than they are C-19. So why mandate the symptigator? It's a fair question. If we're supposed to follow science and we're looking at the most vulnerable, we should allocate our resources towards that. Well, these are the least vulnerable statistically. So why the push? Why are we allocating resources and pushing and pushing and pushing? Unconstitutionally, I might add. Number 11, why are so many women in our country choosing to have an abortion? Now, it doesn't matter where you stand, pro-life, pro-choice, all that kind of stuff, right? I know where I stand personally, but we still have to ask the question, why are so many women having an abortion? I mean, we can at least agree that, that abortion is not something that, that we should be celebrating and like popping champagne, like there's, there's something wrong with our culture when that's the case, when a woman is on her third abortion and when it's being used as, as birth control. So... There's, there's something there. There's a the deeper issue that we, we, we need to address. So that's the question that I ask. Number 12, how can we work on rational solutions with citizens who believe a man can have a baby? Like if you're not going to acknowledge biological fact, then we can't actually debate. We can't actually have a conversation because you could say anything. You could, you could say that, you know, unicorns have ponies. Like there's no way to have a rational conversation if this is what you believe, because it just isn't true. Objectively, it just is not true. It will never be true. And if science ever, ever evolved to the point where they could make it true, it would be an abomination.
it would be the most anti-natural thing that we could do, right? So I ask that question all the time, like, how can I speak to this person? And they believe that, that a man can have a menstrual cycle. So like, okay, where, where do we go from there? Number 13, how am I expected to believe that the greatest military force in human history did not know how to effectively withdraw from occupied territory? That, that just doesn't seem very, that doesn't seem like a rational conclusion, right? Or it seems very improbable that they just would drop the ball that way and just be that inept all of a sudden after decades of, of growing into the force that it grew into. It, historically, it, it, it just seems counterintuitive, right? It just doesn't make sense to me. So I, I, keep, I keep asking that, right? because it just doesn't make any sense. Number 14, why is leadership borrowing against money we don't have in order to incentivize American citizens not to produce? That's a recipe for disaster if I've ever seen one. We have to produce in order to have resources. That's just the way that works. And even if resources are natural resources, we still have to produce distribution. Sometimes there's a refining you know, process we still have to be involved in production. You can't have without producing. So at some point, right, I'll put it to you like this. If you're, if you're not making deposits into your account and you're withdrawing more, eventually you're going to be at zero balance. Does that make sense? Number 15, why do public educational funds allotted to each student not follow the parent's discretion? If the student is the most important, that's the question I ask. If the student is the most important, this is the logical strategy. However, if the student actually isn't what's most important, hmm. <laughs> Number 16, how can it be said that my country in, is inherently racist after a black man was elected to lead by a majority white United States twice? That's just a question, because it, it doesn't add up. It doesn't seem very probable. Why would they do that? Why? It just, it doesn't. He was so beloved. And we're a majority white country. So did, did they just forget to be racist that day? Or, or are they just really bad racist? Just asking a question, right? Number 17. How come gun control only succeeds in leaving law-abiding citizens helpless against the criminal element? Like every single time. And then when a criminal does a criminal act using a firearm, they call for more gun control. <laughs> Almost as if the actual intent isn't really to protect citizens, but it's just to simply disarm them. That actually would have been a good question on here. Maybe on the next 20. <laughs> Number 18, free market capitalism has been shackled by socialist policies as far back as 1913, and yet it is still blamed for socioeconomic outcomes. Why? Why is capitalism, oh, it's greed, greed. Why is free market, oh, and free market. This hasn't been a straight free market in like forever. And all the complaints that I see about capitalism are actually the socialist policies that, are, that shackle free market. Capitalism isn't about greed, it's about value. Free market is about value. As I've said in previous posts, if we're looking at vehicles for greed, 
because greed is within man, of course, a man can use capitalism for greed. But if we're comparing vehicles, socialism is a much better vehicle for greed historically. Socialism leading to communism has historically been a much better vehicle for a ruling class. That's just history, baby. That's just history. Number 19, why is the leader of the free world trying to convince the American people that only communism can save this country? Keep in mind, the government is the one who destroyed it. It wasn't a virus. The government did this and they're trying to sell communism as the solution. Why? It's a land of the free, home of the brave. Home of the brave, land of the free. Why? Why is the, the leader of, of the free world trying to, trying to sell us communism? And then 20, and why are so many of my American brothers and sisters agreeing with him? And that's the biggest one, because it's we the people, for the people, by the people. So if the people are saying that they want to not be free anymore, to not have liberty anymore, my question is why? Are you that afraid of being held accountable for your own life? Is freedom that scary to you that you would trade it in for the promise of security, which historically has never come? Communism has failed, socialism has failed every single time. And if we point to, we can point to communist China. They're not a utopia, they're not at all. The things that they do to their people is, is atrocious. And instead of calling it out as it is, we have leadership that, well, I'll save that for more questions, for other questions, but these are my 20. And I'd like to know what you guys think about it. But these are the ones that I ask on a regular basis and fuels uh, a great deal of my research. Because as always, if we're moving in the dark, what I'm trying to do is turn on the light. You guys be well.